Pickaxe. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome back to To Boldly Go, where we boldly go into the world of Star Trek, watching it all from the very first episode to as far as we deem as far as we go. appropriate. Yeah. Um, I'm Matthew Tofflow, I'm joined as ever by Annie Levin, uh, who is the Star Trek fan on this podcast, for I know nothing of Star Trek. And well, you know a little bit now. Well, I know a little bit now, now that we're five, five. episodes in. Uh, so yes, welcome. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please like and subscribe. Tell your friends because uh, you know we want people to join us on this journey of insanity. <laughs> uh, and speaking of insanity, that's what this episode was all about because yes. we're talking about the enemy within. The enemy within. So right. So uh, I don't know your thoughts on this episode yet because although we watched them together, always, he's always I'm sworn to secrecy. Yeah, no good talking about it before we record. No. What do you think? Did you I, like it? I loved it. I thought it was you great. You loved it? Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was good. really, really good. I thought it was a very interesting concept, that Jekyll and Hyde separation of Captain It Kirk. was influenced by Jekyll and Hyde, the oh. script. Someone says if you got an A star for English. It, almost. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, 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 I loved it. Uh, and, I mean, literally... As soon as the, the, the pre-title sting, yeah. I was like, oh, it's so good. I'm, I'm on board for this that episode. That pre-title sequence is so, the cliffhanger mm. almost, the initial cliffhanger. Yeah. So good. So, this is, a, this, so is, yeah. this is another double jeopardy sort of story, isn't it? Because we have an expedition, geological expedition on the planet Alpha... I guess is the name 177? of that. 177? 177. Um, and then, of course, we have Captain Kirk being duplicated. Yes. But split, really, not duplicated. Yes. So, what's our, so our story starts. We're having this geological expedition on the yeah. planet. Uh, which I our, thought looked yeah? like a beach holiday. Because they've got <laughs> that little awning up with that like multicolored awning. And I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. I think it's it's a very typical Star Trek planet. The, yeah. the paper mache rocks. Yeah. Um, and the nice pink background. Yeah. Um, so we're down there in the planet, and one of our crewmen falls and gets covered in yellow. That the, yeah, that was nasty. And the hand, the hand was hand. That absolutely was wrecked. Really yeah. realistic, I thought. Yeah, um, it was good. Yeah, very very good. And it looked like you know you could. You you know what that's like to like fall on gravel and yeah. scratch your hand or yeah, whatever you or it. yeah you could really feel it, it was horrible yeah. so. so he falls and he gets covered in this yellow stuff yeah um, 
Was it like iron or something? Some sort of it's iron? some strange mineral that we don't know about. Right. Which then, as he beams up, is magnetic, so it interferes with the transporters. Yes. Buggers it up. Buggers it up. Messes yeah. up the transporters. So he goes to sick bay, and Kirk goes to beam aboard. Beams aboard. Takes a little bit longer than usual. Just fine. He's a bit groggy, isn't he? After yeah, he's he comes a bit through. groggy. The transporter takes a little while. Yeah. Um, and then he goes. A few seconds later, when they're all out of the transporter room. Another Mr. Another we Mr. Get Kirk. William Shatner with his. Growling. Lovely meme face. Yeah. That he does so many memes in this episode. Yeah. Excellent. I think he's fantastic in this. He's brilliant. I mean, this is why I was like, oh, I'm going to love this. Because yeah. you had Shatner beating bonkers. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, this is an episode where Shatner's going to go full Shatner. Oh, he did. And he certainly does go full he does, Shatner and in an episode. It's great. Yeah. Good. I love so, that, that they're just able to say, right. Off you go. Go for it. Do, yeah. what, do what you want. Because yeah. um, I mean, I, so far, I must speak as I find, I think he's been excellent. He is excellent. I think he's been excellent. And I don't really understand where... I mean, I think I made a joke of it last week. But honestly, I don't get where the joke about his speech patterns really come from. Because I don't think it's he speaks... So every time someone does an impression of him, it's so exaggerated. They, he doesn't actually always talk. Always Only when he's do doing his, his album... Yeah, see, he hey, does Mr. It. Tambourine Man. Yeah. That's when he does it, but, when yeah. he's singing. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't do it when no, he's talking No, he doesn't. Normally. He's fantastic as Kirk. I will never hear otherwise. Yeah, he's, he, he's really, brilliant. He's and brilliant. Yeah, there's only that one time last week where I think I said, oh, he went a little like that. And I thought, oh. As, as <clears> the <throat> seasons go on, we get a little bit more of that, I think. Do you think? That, maybe, or maybe it's just... That's something I will, if I pick Mandela up on it. Mandela effect yeah. or something like that. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe in the films as he gets older as well. Maybe. But I don't see that here. I think he's just, she's just so good. Yeah. So this ep so that's our pre-credit sting. Yeah. Um, oh, there's something we've missed. Oh, how could we? How could we have missed this? And I've put it here. <laughs> that feckin' dog. <laughs> Alpha K9 117. Alpha 177 K9 or 117. Yeah. Or dog or in a dog. suit. <laughs> that, that poor, poor doggy. Dog. It's a wig. I don't know what it is. A fursuit or a wig. I think it's a little fursuit. And then he has his rat tail. Yeah. And his unicorn horn. And he's got these spines on his back and these like little quills <laughs> coming out the top. But It's fantastic. He's loving life because he's, he's just, just in being Leonard in Nimoy's arms yeah. just then. Yeah, lovely doggy. Oh, bless Aww. him. But, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really, I mean, it does obviously come, I mean, it's the crux of how we discover what has happened to Captain Cook. Yes. Um, so he comes, yeah, no, he's quite an important. He's, an, impo wrote, he's yeah. an important doggy. But, yeah, he is an important doggy. I mean, they don't really explain what he what, is. They don't explain what he is. They I think just, they're just exploring the planet during the um, <laughs> geological survey. And then they find this creature that lives there. And they're like, oh, let's study it and bring it back. And it's the, a lovely dog. No, you know, I think there could have at least been a... Oh, there what have you got a, there? I think they didn't want to draw more attention. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got there, Spock? Uh, it's a dog in a wig. It looks suspiciously like a... Yeah, the, the wiki, the wiki, the wiki entry for it was like a creature that resembled a dog. It's like, yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's great, that dog. I love it. I love it with all my heart. I mean, there's all these Star Trek spin-offs now. Why is there not the one dog spin-off? Yeah. yeah, the canines. Yeah, 
Mm. Canine guy. Not of a metal kind. Yeah, yeah not of our canines. Not yeah. our Doctor Who canines. Anyway, um, but anyway, this episode aired. Yeah. 6th of October, 1966. Right. And it was the fifth one filmed, so now we're actually... Oh, wow, so this the, is... We're matched up now. It's no, Okay. It's not as insane as it was before. Yeah. So we're so, getting to some sort of normality, or everything looks... Last week was the first one shot with William Bill. Shatner. Yeah. The first one shot after the cage. Right. So now we're on the fifth one shot, and the fifth one aired. Yes. Interesting. Okay. But, I mean, everyone's in, you know, seems to be, uh, you know, settled. in their roles, settled in their yes. roles, yeah. Yeah, Uhura's not in this, now, but we heard her voice. I was going to, I was just about to say that. Yeah. I was like, I'm sure Uhura was on the communicator yeah, at one point, but she was on the communicator, but, but we don't see her. Um, don't know why she wasn't in this. Um, I guess. Yeah. She had nothing else to do. No, so maybe there was just too thought, much going on anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, as you said, influenced by Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a very psychological episode. Mm. And it does have that story A and story B, which, which, which we're getting on yeah. about. And I think it needs it, because I think it does. It wouldn't and the be first enough. versions of the script didn't have it, but they were like, let's, let's add a story B. It was all focused yeah. on Kirk. Yeah. But a lot of Star Trek, you always have the main story, and then you have the B. Yeah. The B story, whatever's going on. So you have the main plot of someone doing something very important. In next gen, it's really obvious. It's like, oh, Data's experimenting with this. But, oh, no, the, the, the engines. Right. <laughs> and then, so we always have the B plot. Um, yeah, but I think it's a good... The B plot adds to the main plot. Yeah. And they always do this. At the end, they always converge. And mm. if you don't solve one, you're not going to solve the other. And yeah. I think it adds a great element to Kirk's... I was going to say the same thing. Is yeah. It really supports it what does. they're trying to explore with Kirk it here. It does. Um, and, you know, where his, where his power comes from to be a good captain. Yeah. Um, We've had a lot of these deep psychological yeah. episodes already. Yeah. We had that Charlie was a little bit about, a lot about him being a leader. Yeah. Where no man has gone before a lot about him being a good leader. Very much so, yeah. Man Trap was more McCoy. Yeah. And the naked time as well. It was him controlling his inhibitions. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot we did naked time. Yeah, yeah we did the naked time. Yeah, yeah, done, yeah. yeah so yeah. again, we're just building Kirk's character very, yeah. very well. With every time he's trialed and tested. And yes, he is yeah. the leader and he is the captain of the ship. I, th- I am Captain Kirk. Yeah. I am, I am Captain-, Captain Kirk. <laughs> um. Sorry to anyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Kirk beams aboard. I was, what are you going to well, say? Well, I was going to say, because now that you've reminded me that Naked Time yeah. was last time. Yes. This, I'm glad that Naked Time came before, came this. before this. Because Naked we, Time yeah. felt like, I think we said it when we more reviewed it. More lighthearted, yeah. Much more lighthearted. And you've just had uh, Where No Man Has Gone Before, which you said, you know, it was quite deep in exploring... Yeah, but Naked Time also seems... gets deep. Naked Time also gets deep, uh, but I think it's got that it's got that sort of sugar coating of, of... whimsy around oh, it. Yeah, we're all drunk, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then this this goes from bloody naught to sixty in terms of sh- oh, yeah. horribleness. Yes. Very, very, quickly. very quickly. 
So, so evil Kirk beams aboard. Yeah. So what happens to the transporter is that the first half of Kirk is this meek, um, intelligent, but undecided. He does, can't make yeah. any decisions. Yeah. Just the logical side and the soft side of Kirk. And then this other side, which Spock does say, your evil side, if yeah. you like, which I think is, but it's not quite the evil, it's not supposed to be the evil side, no. but it's the one that makes all the decision, has his aggressiveness, it's the aggression, it's isn't the it? animal instinct of yeah. Kirk, which every man has. Yeah. Um, so he beams aboard, he makes his face, he doesn't have his insignia on. Yeah, the continuity in this episode was all over the shop. <laughs> No, no insignia. Then he's well, got an but insignia. Well, the insignias, I looked it up, and when they washed the uniforms, they took it off. Right. And then they didn't put it back on for the first shot, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't put the insignia back, and then you see it because I thought I didn't remember it, and I thought that it was just not going to be there, so we could differentiate. Both yeah, captains. yeah, yeah. But the green wrap. This was the first time that it was used. This is the first time, right? Because th that was used to differentiate the two captains. I right. I was so, I was literally thinking while we were watching it. It's like, oh, this has really come in handy having yeah. the two different outfits. So that's why we have our green round so jacket. So that is why. Oh, okay. I'm. That's interesting though about the badges because I thought like with your one that's hung up behind There's, us, they're ironed on. I think. Oh right. Oh, because that is like. So stitched not. onto the thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's my lovely Uhura <laughs> cosplay. Yeah, ah. I don't... They're not so... They're, like... They're not sewn on. They're, like, things. Right, like transfers sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's embroidered, okay. I think. Yeah, because obviously later on, they're proper metal badges, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, because the next, next gen, gen you click it and it's your communicator. Yeah. You don't have your flip phone. Yeah. Sadly, I love the communicator. Motorola Razor. It's good. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Yeah. I wish you bring them back. Um... Everyone says that. Everyone says that about mobile phones. I know, the mine's all broken. The best, the best so. ones. Um, yeah, I miss going. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. And I always, when I was little, I was like, I was like, for communicator, I'm going to go, <laughs> hello, mom. <laughs> Pick me up, mom. Um, Beat me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't have the thing, but then... The, yeah, the, so the first thing that evil Spock does... Spock! Kirk. <laughs> evil spot comes later. Oh yeah, wrong wrong episode. Uh, evil Kirk does is visit um, Janice, Janice Rand, Rand, and then all hell breaks loose. Yes. And I was you were shocked. shocked. I could see you, yeah. I uh, couldn't believe that what 1966. Now what sort of a time would this have aired? Do we know? It wouldn't be late. No. You know, I'm assuming this is kind of like. Doctor Who over here. Been, I, I should have looked it up. I don't know what time it would air. Because I thought, you know, this was... It was really... It was it was really well done in the way that it was really real. And you felt... I, I was... It's terrifying. It's scary. Because Kirk is a strong man. Yeah, he's a big bloke. Yeah. It's a horrible scene. Yeah, really awful. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was very, very surprised. You were. That, I, could, I could tell. That something like that shocked. was... I know. know. Went past the censors or whatever back... Back then. There's lots of stuff. Is there really? Yeah, like but that? I think this is the one that sticks in my mind. When we were doing Charlie X, you said, oh, she's getting stalked. Poor Janice. I was like, yeah. there's worse things to come. Yeah. And yeah, this is what I was thinking. This, uh, it's, But it immediately establishes, oh, that is not Captain, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, yeah. That is, yeah. But it also leads to that 
because we finished Naked Time with him looking longingly at her. Yes. So we have that established relationship that he does like her. Yeah. And she does. I think she does like him as yeah. well. But it's just to show that animal instinct, I mm. guess. And it's horrible to think that Captain Kirk. Yeah. There's some part of him yeah. that would actually do that. Mm. It's horrendous, really. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, every man has this inside. Not sure. That you agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I would hope not. No, no, no I, I But it's not. just this horrible violence that it... it... Yeah. Yeah. We were wrong, actually, because that isn't where he goes first, is it? He goes to visit McCoy first. He wants the brandy. He goes to McCoy and gets the brandy, yeah. yes. Why is the brandy in the medical... Wing? McCoy likes his likes his drink. They're always drinking I mean, together. I was gonna say it's not like you'd use it medicinally in the twenty third century or whatever we are in. No. Twenty second century. No, it's twenty third. Is it twenty third? Um, yeah, I did think that was a bit odd, unless his personal he quarters just, just are like likes, adjacent. No, no, no. To he the... just likes his alcohol, McCoy. Bloody hell, drinking on the job. No, I'm not on the job. Well, he is later on. He's yeah. like, oh, I think you do need a drink now. Yeah. They both have a glass. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, you see them drinking together later as well. Lots of, you've probably seen the films. I've seen the films. I mean, I have seen the films many, 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 okay, many, I will, many, I will, many years I will, ago. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. I mean, But they do like to share a drink, those well, two. Well, I can tell you when I saw the films. When, when did the first J.J. Abrams film come out? 2009. That was when I last saw oh, the films. Okay. I won't ask you any questions so, about the films. I have forgotten everything about the films. Um, yeah. I've lost my train of thought. So we are in the medical room getting our drinks on. Yeah, he got his Kirk drinks. Kirk gets his drinks. So um, we, immediately we know this is not Kirk. He yeah. went to get his liquor and then he went And he to grabs him, doesn't he? He grabs yeah, him. He grabs him. I want my drink. Yeah. yeah. He's very violent. <laughs> yeah, so I laughed because I thought it sounded like Father Jack from Father Jack. Brandy! Yeah, he has brandy, yeah. Um, nice bottle. The bottle's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice props. Yeah. And do you know what was weird? Mm. We watched the Mandalorian episode, the penultimate Seven, episode yeah. of series three, whatever chapter that is. 22, I think. Um, I is it? Know. Or is it 27. I think it's 22. I think it's it episode 22? 7. Oh, is it? I'm confused. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. 22. And uh, Mando's gifted a bottle of... That looks exactly... And I thought, oh. It looks just like it. I, yeah. actually, I actually was picturing the Mandalorian bottle in the Star yeah. Trek episode just now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they get maybe it from the did. same place. Yeah, maybe they did. Same universe. Mm. Shared universe confirmed. Oh, God. Just... There must be a crossover. Do you think there's been a Star Trek Star Wars crossover? I mean, we've already mentioned there was a Doctor Who yeah, one. Yeah, Doctor Who one. I don't know. But, hey. Uh, brandy anyway, brandy yeah. aside, so we have the, then the attack on Janice Rand. Yes. And then the guy who cut his hand open, sees it happen, calls for help. Um, Janice scratches She's evil. Scra Kirk. It's great. Yeah, yeah, evil Kirk. That scene is great. It's very... Yeah. This, like, the way she does it. It's very... Yeah, visceral, very yeah. It's quite... Yeah, and you can see, uh, yeah, she's terrified. She's really good. Yeah, Gracie Lee Whitney, her name, Janice. Her name yeah, yeah, she's really, really good um, in that scene, and she gets the yeah. chance to to act in yeah. this episode really I mean, well. I mean, yeah, she she looks visibly frightened, um, and I do wonder if it's one of those things where like, did Shatner hold it back in rehearsals a bit? 
and then when the camera's I rolled... I read something when... about a slap, but I'm not sure. Oh, what do you mean? I'm not sure. I think you might have... What? I don't know. I think I might have slapped her, but I read something. I didn't. I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't know if that's confirmed. Oh, was this on the wiki, was it? Yeah. What, that he slapped her? Yeah, to get a reaction. What? Uh, but whilst they were filming? I think so, I'm not sure. Okay, interesting. Well, if anyone in the comments yeah, I should, I should knows any more. I didn't um, want to speak because there's all rumours on production sets and stuff like that. So right, I don't okay. know. Fair enough. But yeah, if it, he was properly... I was scared of him. Yeah. He does it really well. He does it very he well. He's absolutely terrifying. Mm. And he punches that crewman as well. Mm. It's very, very good. And then you get that scene of... Yeah, so they go... They learn that there's this imposter on board... And you start to see that the Kirk, the good Kirk, he's very um, passive. Yeah. Yeah, there's that good shot, isn't there, when proper Kirk and Spock go into the lift and then the, the door's shut and then it cuts yeah, the, and then you've the got the hand, hand yeah. Out. It's really, really great. Like, it's like a horror film. It's, it is it's like really a horror cool. film. You have um, this creature lurking about the ship yeah. again. Another creature lurking about the ship. Yeah, what is with this program and things on the ship? Sorry, there are no aliens today for you again. <laughs> God! And I thought when we first saw the, the alien planet at the start, yeah. I, yeah, I, went, I, went, I went, oh, here we go. And I was like, nope. <laughs> no. no, no aliens, just no. weird dog. Yeah, <laughs> weird dog. Yeah, yeah. My, my first Star Trek alien in four weeks. And it's a bloody dog in his <laughs> little suit. Um... Yeah. But it was... It, it, anyway, it was a yeah. good episode, nonetheless. It was. It was a good episode. So then... And there's other, there's other bits like that, isn't there, where it's shot almost like a horror film. Yeah. Um, later on when... He's proper, behind the screen. When he's behind the screen and, like, proper Kirk and Spock go down to the engine rooms, the lower decks, and then they're looking around and it's all in shadows and yeah. stuff and he's he's up in he's the up there yeah he's like the in the belfry you can see the camera move sometimes when yeah. it cuts because it's a long shot and they need to cut to the evil yeah. kirk yeah so but it's still very good it's really good very yeah. good and he, yeah and then you get lovely scenes where you kind of there's a scene where they're in the transport room and kirk's holding the dog yeah and it's, they're talking about the dog being all meek and not doing anything. And then they show the evil dog. Yeah. <laughs> that one yeah. in the box. A bit um, like Gizmo, yeah. Um, and I love the parallel of Kirk, good yeah. Kirk, patting the dog. And it's just th those two that can't do anything. They're completely innocent. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. It's I didn't very, notice that. Yeah, it's very cleverly. Them. Yeah, I quite like that. And yeah. then with after that scene where he's holding dog and patting him. Uh, he says, oh, I should tell the crew. I yeah. should tell the crew that I can't make decisions. I, I'm not thinking straight. And Spock is like, no. Yeah, you can't do that. No, sir. Yeah. Because there's that lovely scene where when Kirk, proper Kirk, hears Janice Rand's story. Um, yes, in the sick bay. In the sick bay. And, you know, I, I thought... William Shatner played that very well, that vulnerability of, you know, there's that whole, well, we've seen you do this, but particularly the guy who hurt his hand, yeah. that, that um, yeah. whoever he is, uh, worker, he's a crew member. Crew member. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, he's very much like, no, I saw yeah, you. Yeah, I saw you. I yeah. saw you, and, you know, you, you feel that, like, oh, because obviously it's the dramatic tension that, you know, we know. Yeah. Um, 
you know, yeah. we know it's not him and, you know, Kirk knows it's not him and you sort of feel like, no, come on. You know. Yeah, it's dramatic irony. Is that dramatic irony? Yeah, yeah. when we know something the characters yeah. don't. Um, um, it's for your GCSEs. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, but Janice also has that thing of she's just been sexually assaulted. Yeah. And it was by the captain of the ship. Yeah. So she's looking at him like, I know you did this. I saw you do it. Yeah. But I also don't want to accuse you to your face. Yeah. Is that a horrible thing? It's very current. It's very current. It's very me too. Where she's like, I don't, you're my boss. Yeah. And you just did this. And she said, I wouldn't have said anything if. Yeah. And it's, it's a horrible thing really. Because she's so scared and she's, she's just terrified of him. Yeah. And terrified of speaking ill of the captain. Yeah. Which is. Bollocks to the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Janice. It's very indicative of that period. Yeah, um, sadly not just of that period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's very well done. And he's like, I didn't do this. Don't, I, I wouldn't do this. Yeah. But it's, she's just I, put in a horrible situation again and again in this episode. I did think that, you know, that would have been a prime opportunity for sort of more of a tender moment between those two for, Shat- for Kirk to sort mm. of show a bit more of his real feelings for her. Oh, but like, oh, he has that distance. Yeah. And they can know he's like, oh, a beach to walk on. And he yeah. just, no, I'll keep this distance because he knows if that's the animal side of him. Yeah. That would like that. Mm. But this Kirk wouldn't, I don't think. So it's not real Kirk, the one that's talking to her. He's missing all that. Yeah. And I guess he's at that missing point... that, that passion. Yeah. That he doesn't have this half of Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, very, it's very good, that scene and it's... the way it's done. I think, yeah, I think they treat most, they treat it mostly except for the end, but we'll, we'll get there soon. Um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then we have the I am Captain Kirk scene. Oh, is it? Was that them, was it? Yeah, because he uh, makes an announcement to the ship. Oh, yes. He yeah, makes yeah, an announcement yeah. to the ship saying there is an imposter on board yeah. who is pretending to be me. Yeah. He is not me. Yeah. And then he... And he forgets to say, doesn't he, about setting the yeah, phasers. he forgets. Spock reminds him. He starts to get forgetful and not fit for command, really, because yeah. he's missing that yeah. key part of his human. And that would have been like the that is the aggressive side, isn't it? To you know, arm yeah. yourselves, but you know, take him alive, don't kill yeah. him. Um, and then Bad Kirk starts yelling. Yeah, he goes off on his on his rant. Is that when he puts the makeup on his? Yes, because he says face. the guy, the the imposter has scratch marks on his face, so he yeah. goes and frantically puts makeup on. It's also yeah. very good. Mm. Really good stuff. Yeah. Really good stuff. Uh, Mr. Spock's got a cold. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy has a weird voice, in, especially in the beginning of yeah. it. Yeah. He sounds raspy. Yeah. Really, really croaky. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does sound croaky. And then, obviously, we have, like you said, we've got the, the scene with the dog and Mr. Spock talking about um, the negative qualities. You know, man needs both. You can't have one without the other. Yes, yeah, Spock is really... Let's talk about Spock a little bit. Let's talk about Spock. Um, this is also a very good episode for him, I mm. think. Because Kirk's his friend. 
very good friend. Is we they're not as close as they'll be later on, but he treats all of this as a scientific interest. He yeah, has, his eyes are sparkling. Yeah, a lot of it. He's like, oh, but this is a very interesting scenario where we can see the two halves of mm. humanity. Yeah. What makes you a good captain? What yeah. makes you a good leader? And he's very fascinated, fascinating, yeah. um, fascinated by it. He and wants guess, to study it. And I guess at the end of the day, you know, the whole, the whole point, the whole thing is, oh, the that mission, yeah. is, is you know, it's a scientific expedition. This was something I said to you, wasn't it, the other day? It was like, I find it interesting that it's never really clearly, or at least at this point, set out, you know, what they're really, other than in the title sequence, yeah. there's not really much said about the Federation, who they are, or, yeah. you know, the Federation, I don't think, has really been mentioned, has it? Is the Federation point? Starship Enterprise. Yeah, but like, that's, as, yeah, but as, it's as an not entity. The Prime Directive, all of that, all of the big Star Trek ideologies, they're kind of not there yet, yeah. I don't think. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, it, it, it comes very organically, which I like. It's not that exposition that hits you in the face. Yeah. But you kind of understand what they're doing. But I think it could be a little bit confusing as well. Yeah. In particular, because we have so many enemy inside this, the Enterprise episodes. Yeah, we've had a lot of that. We've had a lot of that. And we've had not that much of exploring. I mean, we've had them rescuing the people and Naked Now. And we've yeah. had this Planet Geological Survey. But it's not the main... No aspect of it which yeah. is they're working on the psych i think they wanted those strong psychological episodes to set them apart from other sci-fi yeah i think and i think it certainly does do that because it does. It, you know i i mean i often certainly in the first episode i drew a lot of comparisons to, to doctor who and how dissimilar it was yeah. um and i think you know this is i mean I, I think you might see an episode like this in doctor who um but perhaps not as not explored as deeply yes. as it is here you know. yeah i think doctor was very preoccupied with keeping the plot going and filling out the time yeah you know then and then actually sitting down and thinking about the psychological implications yeah and you know it's much more implied and captain cook would become a monster because you need a monster in this episode you know it wouldn't just be he's just angry foaming at the mouth cook i mean you have the snake dance for example Take Snake Dance and Kinder. Snake Dance and Kinder, yeah. But still, I think all of that is very implicit. We yeah. think about, oh, Tegan's going... Uh, yeah. Sorry about the Doctor Who thing. Uh, <laughs> discussion. Yeah. But I think you do get... I mean, it's implied. It's not as explored on screen. No. Because um, you have to keep it moving. Yeah. And I guess like the, 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 the real um, comparison would be Planet of Evil. Because Planet of Evil was based on Jekyll and Hyde. And oh. that is very much... The same thing that you have the scientist who turns into this monstrous aggressive version of himself in, yeah. but he turns into a monster um, and he's on the ship and you know there is again the enemy within you know one of the people on the ship is a, is a murderer but yeah. who is it um yeah oh that's an interesting comparison because the evil kirk well the first thing we see him do is sexually assault janice and but then he becomes a more nuanced yeah creature yeah he is still treated very much like an animal but there's that moment when he's dying and kirk holds his hand and says we'll be fine as long as we're together yeah and you can see him going a bit oh that's fine yeah 
And then there's a lovely line where Spock says, I didn't write the exact line down, but Spock says, oh, maybe that's where human courage comes from, is the logical side, is the intelligence, is mm. not the passion and yeah. everything, is the yeah. your ab ability to reason and is what gives you your courage yeah. and strength of character, which I thought was very good. And I, sticking with, with Spock and what you were sort of saying earlier about, you know, he, ha he has the, the whole the scientific glee about trying to, you know, examine what's going on here. And obviously McCoy is sort of quite horrified, isn't he? Really? Yeah, he's, he's just like, desperate to get Jim back, I yeah. think. Um, but it's interesting that impassioned speech Spock gives McCoy about, you know, I have two sides. I have a hate, an alien yes. side and there's the human side and both are trying to fight each other. Yeah, and my logic, my intelligence. intelligence is what keeps it that is a great scene i wrote yeah. that down um mccoy and spock trying to convince kirk because kirk can't make up his mind on yeah. what to do mccoy and spock are really fighting over it and yeah. saying mccoy's oh be careful but then spock is like those men are going to die down there this yeah. is where the lb plot really comes in strong because we have that time limit yeah which is really good because you feel the tension sulu is freezing his ass down there yeah. in that planet bless him <laughs> he still keeps his jokes coming he does he's, he's in good, good spirits yeah i, I love it. how he used the phaser to, to light, light up the, the rock yeah that was a good effect i guess polystyrene not polystyrene yeah. or fiberglass rocks light inside yeah. very simple but effective um yeah really really great all that stuff um i i mean we both said it while we were watching it because obviously they can't use the transporter because it's yeah. malfunctioning uh, and they don't want to risk killing them or Evil duplicating sulu, them yeah. yeah um yeah i mean we already know what sulu's like <laughs> when he's drunk yeah so yeah that's the, the last thing you want um why didn't they just send a shuttle down? Now, obviously, I don't know that so, the Enterprise has shuttles. They do. They do have shuttles, but they weren't a thing yet. The, the episode was written before shuttlecrafts were a thing that had been thought of. Ah, right. So, I, yeah, I always thought that. I, and I looked it up, and apparently they hadn't conceptualized the Enterprise having shuttlecrafts. Fair enough. Okay. Which, may, it, it gives me peace of mind, because I'm always like, send a shuttlecraft, mm. which they do. I think they will have. I mean, we have Galileo 7 soon, or some, uh, I, one of those episodes with shuttlecrafts coming right. up soon. Okay. Um, so they, they should be there, but they just yeah. don't use them, because they hadn't thought of them yet. Because I was thinking, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe the journey from the ship to the planet would take too long. Could be, no, it could be that the atmosphere is too dangerous, and they can't cross it with a shuttlecraft. Let's just think about that. Yeah, they are. Let's just think that's the that. headcanon. That's the headcanon uh, for this. Um, um, oh, yeah. The big one. The, the, the big terrible thing about this episode. The doggy died. Oh, I know. I didn't want to tell you. I, I couldn't believe it. I know. I, you were, you were saying how cute the dog was. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. So they're like, the, right, we've got to try and yeah, test merging the two entities back together. So they... They sedate the poor, horrible dog and put him with the nice, friendly dog. And transport the, him and transport him back. And the poor bugger dies. I know. It's so sad. Oh, it was very sad. It is really upsetting. And Spock says the shock killed him because yeah. he was terrified and he didn't know what to do. Oh, it's really no, sad. Puppy. But then it informs Kirk's, Kirk's own thing because he can't. He can't really bring his evil side there unwillingly. Yeah. He has to understand and accept. 
and in the end they go in together hugging each other yeah well kirk really good kirk holding yeah. bad kirk so it did it, it didn't die in vain no oh poor baby that's said a kirk died in the poor puppy no the poor puppy it's really oh. cute it's a really cute puppy. it's a really cute doggy no um there was a bit that I, I thought was a... There's quite a few good investigations into Kirk's character here. Yes. Because there's that moment when they're on the bridge and Kirk, uh, Kirk's sort of saying about, you know, I'm, I, I, I can't make these decisions anymore and I don't know how much longer I can go on for. And, and Spock, Spock says, relinquish commands. Command. Yeah. And without a flash, he's like, No. no. That like, is really good. Yeah. I really, I think he probably should have given up command yeah. to Spock in this episode. He probably should have done. I think Picard would have done. Mm. Um, I mean, Spock is very much sort of pulling Kirk's strings in this yeah. one. Yeah. Well, know what that's he's his doing. job. That's his job as yeah. first officer. He has to. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But I, yes, it is good. It is. It, just show us that it keeps showing us Kirk's strengths yeah. and his weaknesses. Yeah, we see him very even without weak. his aggression. He's still he's still got that determination. Yeah, um, that intelligence. Yeah, and then likewise, when he eventually when he's reconstituted, the first thing that happens when he comes back is get those, get men, those back. men back. Yeah, that's yeah. a great shot when he yeah. steps down. He goes get those men back. So, yeah, Jim, how are you? Get those men back. Yeah. Men. Brilliant. It was really, yeah, really, that's a really good moment. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you could easily have said, like, oh, I feel a bit funny, but come on, let's get, you know. But, it, yeah, that was not not on his mind. No. He's always, the, his his men come first, his crew comes first. Um, yeah, really good. Just with a line, you've just, it sums up his character straight away. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good stuff. Um, there's a, so... I'm trying to think how how did how did Evil Cook get in the sick bay? They caught him, didn't they? They, they catch caught... him in the engineering room. Oh yeah, in the engine room. Yeah, with the phaser. With doesn't the phaser, he? yeah. yeah so he, he blasts shoots, it, yeah. doesn't he? And it's it a up. great scene when they first see each other. They're yeah. both like they're kind of both like animals because yeah. they don't know what to do. They're mm. like kind of sizing yeah, each other deer up. Yeah, in headlights. Yeah, moment, isn't it? And Kirk, good Kirk's like, you're not going to kill me. Yeah, I'm not going to kill, kill you. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, oh, I don't need you. And then he attacks him. But yeah. then Spock does the Vulcan death grip, yeah. which is great. Um, yeah, and, he goes, and then, Pew! yeah, Very and good. he shoots the transporters because Scotty needs even more, yeah. <laughs> more time to get that sorted. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a, yeah, I think... Good. We have a, they they do fight a little bit, and you can see the stunt double. Yeah, it doesn't look shame. anything like Kirk. Yeah, um, but I guess this is the thing, isn't it? And it's the same with same with old Doctor Who. You know, these th these shows weren't meant to be watched as we're watching yes, them in, in HD, HD and all this. Kind well, of stuff. it's still better than the Doctor in the Chase. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, a different person. Yeah, at least they tried to hide it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so I can forgive. Yeah, no, that it was fine. It was um, fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was worse when he was hugging his duplicate because you could really see from the back. It's like, that the, is I think not... he had grey hair. Yeah, it's like, it's nothing it like William Shatner's yeah. build. Because Shatner's got, like, a... He's got a very thick neck. He's built Doesn't like he? a boar, yeah. I think, Bill Shatner. Yeah. There was um, a revelation this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So Annie didn't realise <laughs> that William Shatner wears a toupee. Uh, I've seen the show how many uh, Yeah, I don't know how, how many, many times, times you've watched it since you were, what, 15? Last, less than that. For the last 15 years, really. Yeah. I've been watching this show. <laughs> I, didn't, I thought he had good hair. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good, you can <laughs> buy it. <laughs> But, uh, By four thousand dollars, apparently. Yeah, in today's yeah. money, or at least when that cracked article was written. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly is a toupee. Yeah. Or is it pretty certain? It's not allegedly. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fact. George Takei <laughs> himself has gone on record for saying that mm. he wore a toupee, and Bill Shatner nicked them because they okay, were good. Okay, okay, I accept. I accept um, it. I just thought he had nice hair. It's really groundbreaking news here. Yeah, quaffed. I was, I was devastated. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, because then they, they, they swap, don't they? They swap round. Evil Kirk gets the, gets the upper hand, doesn't he? Yes. On, on so when Kirk. Yeah, Kirk's like, okay, let's go, and he lets him loose, and he pretends to fall yeah classic classic kirk that really yeah. it is classic kirk which is funny um takes over scratches good kirk yeah to make them look alike and steals his green wrap so mm. and then he goes and talks to janice yeah he has that he horrible is nasty. moment doesn't he, is, he? he corners her in the turbo lift yeah and she's so scared you can she sees she's so good yeah. at this she's terrified and he's like oh i'll explain it later it wasn't yeah. me yeah. It wasn't me. It yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, he's got that, that real sleaziness about him. He does. He does it incredibly well. He does it really well because so different. Because Kirk is, you can trust Kirk. Yeah. But this guy, you're like, no, no. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, it must have been fun for him to play. Yes. To get to do, and not to really, I mean, this is, like you said, it's only the fifth episode he's recorded. So, yeah. Uh, you know, he's... It's he's, a great part. Yeah, yeah, he's got... He's had a lot to, a lot of variety yeah. already, um, which must have been nice. Um, and yeah, and then, of course... Um, takes over the bridge. He takes over the bridge, but very quickly, the real Kirk turns up. And they all know. Yeah, there's, of course they there, all know. There's the no, real Kirk's just standing there like this. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. You know, and then you've got this really foaming lunatic. <laughs> he's, and he's sweating in his, eye, yeah. his eyeliner. <laughs> Yeah, his eyeliner. Recognized by his scratches, recognized by his eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. He has a thick black eyeliner on. That is quite funny. Um, uh, but yeah. it's good though because it does make his eyes. It makes more him look intense. insane. He looks insane that yeah. whole episode. And then of course we have that really big continuity error where they flip the shot. Yes, because and obviously Kirk's they recorded it wrong. Is on the same on the on the, on wrong, the wrong side. side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good Kirk scratch. Yeah. Um, Maybe bad Kirk scratch him on the wrong side. No, because it just flips. Oh, it flips. Yeah, it flips. On his it face is there. flipped. Oh, yeah. it's And it'll it's see okay. his hair, the parting of his hair is on the wrong side. Yeah. It's all on the wrong side. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I guess they must have shot that, you know, as a close up. They probably thought, oh, quick, we can do this yeah. over here. And then they put it in the edit and went, oh, bugger. Mm. Better flip it. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so then he talks him down, doesn't he? He sort of talks him yes, out of it. Yes, he talks his him out of madness. it because so it shows that the logic wins and the intelligence and yeah. the gentleness, kindness all wins over passion and the horrible animal instinct. Yeah. Which is very good. It shows us that that's where human nature really has its strength. But we need, we need that 
side. We all, and he says this great line. He says, I saw a side of myself that no man should ever see. Yeah. Great lines in this. Singers. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Really well written. Um, yeah, nice that it ended with just them being able to come to an agreement as opposed yes. to... force him into it. Yeah, you know, there was no big fight like there was in um, Where No Man Has Gone Before where, you know, it ended Punches in of, yeah. fisticuffs and dropping rocks on your head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't end like that, sadly. We get no. an awful line from Mr. Spock. I yeah. hated that line. I did not remember this. Spock turns to Janice at the end of the episode when everything's fine and Kirk's back to normal and says, oh, that... Um, he says something like, oh, that evil Kirk had some interesting things about him, didn't he? And it's kind of... He says it in a very jokey yeah. way. Oh, and I... the actress, Grace Lee Whitney actually says she hated that last scene did she yeah because he made a joke out of her being sexually assaulted yeah and it's just awful and spock of why would people, spock yeah. say that it feels very out of characters like why is spock making a joke first of all yeah a jape um <clears throat> it's like yeah it just feels very uncalled for yeah i've put it here it's in poor taste it is and is the last thing you see <laughs> yeah bless you thank you <laughs> yeah because I, mean, I think you know they could have easily have ended it with just bringing on sulu and whatever yeah you know maybe sulu having a little wise crack about i think old feet or whatever oh he was he was out cold yeah literally oh nice saying <laughs> Um, um, I didn't even mean that. That, that, was, that should have been the end of the episode. <laughs> that should have been Mr. Spock's joke. <laughs> oh, good God. say he was out cold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the end. But she did say she liked the episode because she gave it gave her an opportunity to act a lot. Yeah. And I think she liked the idea of exploration of human nature. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, not not the sort of thing that you expected to see happen in well in Star Trek. Um, yeah, but it's a great. It's, the title's great. The enemy within is also yeah. like, that idea that we all have. We that all have that in inside us. Yeah. us. Yeah. It, may, it gives you food for thought. This yeah. episode it makes you think about what's what's going on. Yeah. Within ourselves. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I thought it was very very good. What would you rank this story? This episode. We're not talking Doctor Who now. It's episodes, not stories. I don't know. I do think it drags a little bit at times. Yeah, there's a there were a there few moments a, where a few, yeah. my my I was slightly distracted. Yeah, I do think it dragged a little bit at times when they were especially that Meek Kirk was trying to answer Sulu's calls. Yeah, um, yeah. So I I don't think I think Gene loves this episode. He ranked it really highly among yeah. this. I it is, I, it's, I think it's, it's very, good. very good. I don't think it's a perfect episode. Maybe I'll give it a 7.7. 7. Oh, really? Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think uh, it's as good as Where No Man Has Gone Before. Do you think? No, I enjoyed that I gave that, that an 8. Yeah. Something. Oh, well, maybe I'll give this a 7 as well then. No, 7.7 7 is almost... Seven almost po- an 8. Almost an 8. 7.7. 7. Well, get- Sorry, with my... my my decimals. Yeah. <laughs> I can't uh, decide. It's so. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's not far off an eight, but I think yeah, it it didn't grab my attention as much 
as the other one. Yeah, it's a fascinating premise, has excellent scenes. And I yeah. think the, the final line really made yeah, me Yeah, it left go, a bitter Ugh. taste in my mouth. Yeah. I didn't like that final line. She should have fucking smacked Mr. Spot around the fucking yeah. head. Yeah, scratch him as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that... that mm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, very, no, very good. Yeah, excellent again. So far, they've all been really good. Yeah, but you're enjoying Char your Charlie X has been the the only weak one. Yeah, and Charlie I enjoyed X. That. Yeah, is the weakest one but, so far, I think. But this is yeah. So far, they've been really good. You know, I, I, I. I Are you surprised? I, um, or I said surprised in a very weird <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I don't think. I, well, no, I tell a lie. I'm surprised we've not had... A stinker. A real stinker yet. So I'm waiting for one for, that I'm just like, bloody hell, what was this about? There you are know? some coming that I don't yeah, like. Yeah, looking at the VHS up there. Um, but I mean, it's all... But I've also not rewatched those episodes in years because I didn't yeah. like them. So I have very little uh, visuals of... Mary and what little girls are made of. Right. Um, I think I just don't like the title of the second one. So what's um, the next one that we're watching? The next one we're watching is Mud's Women. Right. <laughs> Mud's Women. Mud. Yes. Mud. M mud. No, Mud with two Ds is a person. It's a proper, is a oh, personal okay. pronoun. pronoun. Mud's Women. Yes. Right. I don't want to say too much. Oh, because at first, when you sort of mentioned before that Mud's Women was an episode coming up, I was like, oh, is this like it's women, not women, women made, made out of mud? mud? Or like, so is it sorry. some sort of it's uh, not... Greek analogy? M women made out of clay, sculptures from clay? I don't Ooh, know. That's, that's too clever. No, um, <laughs> it's not that. We have a Greek episode later. That's um, not the one where Mr. Spock or Captain Kirk's got to crawl around on all fours. There is one, Plato's yeah. Stepchildren. Is There's that... two Greek episodes. Oh, okay. All right. Um, anyway. No, Mud's Women is quite something. I don't want to say too much. I, right. want, I, I don't want to say anything before you see it, because I want you to have your own opinion of it. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you've in saying that there's a character in it called Mud, and there's women other than the female crew members, I'm assuming, f f from that title. I'm guessing we might be going to another planet next time. Obviously, you can't tell me, but maybe, maybe we'll go to another planet. We're going to other planets soon, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, we have been to other planets, but I mean, I want a planet that isn't just... We stay there. Desert, yeah, yeah desert for five minutes. Because I guess like the one in There's this a episode, lot of deserts for five minutes and deserts for 45 minutes yeah, as well. Yeah, They're I mean, in California. Desert is it's the desert. easiest one to do. Uh, yeah, but I guess like the one, today's one... It was literally the tiniest little slither yeah, of set. Yeah, well, it was for five seconds. Exactly, they were going to yeah. spend too much money on no, it. No, of course, but... Yeah. No, we'll get some nice aliens and some nice plants. I've been saying that the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there one day. One day. We'll get there one day. So, that was uh, The Enemy Within. Let yeah. us know what you thought of the episode. Uh, and join us next time when we talk about... Mud's, Mud's Women. Women. So, yeah. See you then. Bye-bye.